10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The Treehouse of Liberty podcast is hosted by Jason Fornwald and comes to you from the bright red corner of the bright blue state of Maryland. Hello once again, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another episode of the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I am your host, Jason Fornwald, and thank you very much for joining me once again. We're going to skip all the formalities this time, and I want to give you guys a warning up front. Um, I am already aggravated. I'm, I'm beyond angry, to be perfectly honest with you. I will give you fair warning. Um, this might uh, be one of those episodes that contains some foul language. If you don't like that kind of thing, you're more than welcome to tune in for a later episode. I want you guys to know that up front. I know some of you are bothered by that kind of thing, and I, I want to respect you in that way. I'll try to do my best. You know, I'll keep things as clean as I possibly can, but this stuff is just beyond ridiculous anymore, and I'm, I'm really having a hard time grasping how everyone in the country doesn't care and everyone in the country isn't taking action to stop the ridiculousness in D.C. right now. This impeachment inquiry is an unconstitutional, complete sham. Our Constitution lays out, as I've talked about on previous shows, how an impeachment is to be conducted. The House determines whether or not there's enough uh, information and enough uh, evidence to try the president in the Senate. They take that vote. If the vote passes, it goes to the Senate. The Senate conducts the trial, and a two-thirds majority of senators have to vote to convict for the president to be impeached and removed. That is never going to happen. It is never going to happen. And it's not going to happen for one very simple reason. Democrats don't want this to go to the Senate because they know it'll be shot down there. Republicans hold a majority. Impeachment, even if the Democrats get the votes to impeach, impeachment is dead on arrival in the Senate. And that's why Democrats are dragging this out, calling it an impeachment inquiry, basically having the trial in the House, which isn't at all the way this works, and not giving the senators the chance to weigh in, which is the way that it should work. And they're doing that because they know, just like Russia, just like Stormy, just like the racism thing, just like the tax returns, just like every freaking thing else, that they've tried to remove a duly elected president, this is not going to work. They know it's not going to work. So they're going to try to drag it out all the way through this year, all the way through next year. They're going to have it going on throughout... The, the, the entire campaign cycle. And that's going to be how they attempt to win this next election. Oh, Donald Trump's being investigated for impeachment. Surely we can't reelect a, a president's being investigated for impeachment. Bullcrap. There's absolutely nothing to this. There never has been. I talked about the unconstitutionality of this whole process. In every court in America... A suspect has the right, a defendant, I should say, once it makes it to court, a defendant has the right to confront his or her accuser in court, period. End of story. That is guaranteed by the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. It is guaranteed to every citizen, including the President of the United States. And I think it carries even more weight when you are holding an elected office. The people have chosen you. The people have put their faith in you. You, of all people, should have the right to confront your accuser. 
and not just be removed in some ridiculous coup attempt, which is what they're trying to do. Adam Schiff at some point is going to become a fact witness in this case. We know that even though he's denied it, and unfortunately members of the committee don't actually have to be sworn in or he'd already be in jail for perjury, we know that the whistleblower at some point reported to Adam Schiff and or his staff. He says that he doesn't know this guy. One of those two things is false. We know that the whistleblower communicated with Schiff and communicated and or communicated with his staff. Adam Schiff unequivocally knows who this person is. Yet he said in front of the committee that he doesn't. Okay, here's a question for you, Adam. If you don't know who the whistleblower is, how can you prevent their identity from being released, genius? I mean, this guy apparently thinks we're all as stupid as his constituents are. We're not. How do you protect somebody if you don't know who you're protecting? How do you tell? You have a Secret Service agent, right? And this person's been un- under a rock for the last 50 years. And you tell him, go protect the president. And you don't tell him who the president is. How is he going to protect the president? And odds are he's probably not going to guess it's Donald Trump. The whistleblower didn't use his or her chain of command. We know it was his. And again, Schiff has talked to this person or his staff has talked to this person. You can't refuse to identify someone unless you know who that person is. If you don't, you can release their information accidentally, moron. I mean, Schiff has to be called to testify. He's a fact witness in the case. How can you be a fact witness and judge, jury, and executioner? You can't. And it shouldn't be allowed to stand. I mean, this is a guy. This is a guy. Get this. Get this. He, he wants to go after Trump because allegedly Trump paid Stormy Daniels hush money. Now, we'll forget the fact that Stormy Daniels' case was thrown out of court and she was ordered to pay the president's legal fees. Let's just rock and roll with that. He wanted that investigated. He wanted that prosecuted. How many of you know that Adam Schiff paid off a 19-year-old boy with tax money to keep his freaking mouth shut about a sexual harassment case. How many of you know that? I do. And Schiff is going to hear it every day on Twitter for the rest of my life. He won't answer my letters. He won't answer my emails. He won't answer my messages. He won't answer my phone calls. But that's going to be on his Twitter account every freaking day until they put me six feet underground. How dare you, you worthless hypocrite. And I'm glad <laughs> that we have, we have superstars in this party right now that are just blowing me away. Jim Jordan, God bless him. He's done such an excellent job throughout this entire process of bringing out facts and doing so in a calm and peaceful manner, which I have a really hard time doing at this point. I'm glad that he can. And we have a brand new superstar in the making. Congresswoman Elise Stefanik absolutely destroyed Adam Schiff during the course of these hearings. And she is becoming, like I said, an out-and-out superstar. 
And Republican superstars, you know, they aren't like Democrat superstars where if you're half black or you're a fake Hispanic or you're a fake Indian or whatever, you automatically become a superstar. This fine lady is becoming a superstar because of who she is and what she does. She has actual accomplishments, unlike any of those people. She had page after page after page of Adam Schiff's quotes from various news outlets, all of them, you know, uh, very liberal, of course, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, on and on and on, saying that we would get to hear the whistleblower testify and that it would be soon. Let me say that again. He said multiple times on multiple outlets that we would get to hear the whistleblower testify and it would be soon. So now in these committee hearings, he's saying, oh, we're not going to hear the whistleblower. You know, we're not going to let the whistleblower testify because we've got to protect their identity. And all these places, he's been saying that this person would testify soon. He is the only person preventing that. He's the only one. This man has never made a truthful statement in his life. Think back to the Russia investigation. He said in front of God and everyone that he had seen evidence that unequivocally proves the President of the United States colluded with Russia to influence our election. Have you seen that yet? Has that come out yet? Is that somewhere online that I haven't found it yet? Can one of you guys point me in that direction? Nobody can because it didn't happen. It was a flat-out, bald-faced lie. And paying off teenagers not to report his sexual harassment. And this is the guy we put in charge of investigating Donald Trump. Are you freaking kidding me? But it's a good thing that Congresswoman Stefanik decided that she was going to rip Adam Schiff apart and not a Clinton. She's young. She's got her whole life ahead of her. You know, I'd hate to see her shoot herself in the back of the head nine times. You know, and you talk about whistleblowers. We know that Seth Rich was about to blow the whistle on Hillary Clinton and the DNC. And a sad, unfortunate, totally random robbery ends up in his death. Who treats whistleblowers better? You know, the administration that wants the truth from the whistleblower that's out there? Or an administration that If you blow the whistle, you die. You die. I mean, the Democrat Party is the modern-day Gestapo. And I don't make Third Reich, Nazi Germany, Adolf Hitler comparisons. I think people that do that generally are pretty stupid. But in this era, when you oppose them, you disappear or you die? It's an absolutely legitimate comparison. Who treats whistleblowers better? Tell me. Epstein was going to roll on Bill Clinton to save his own ass. You know that as well as I do. Clinton had been on Epstein's plane 27 times. He made 27 trips to pedophile islands. 27. Yeah, I know, your mainstream media is not telling you that either. 27 times. 
Jeffrey Epstein was on suicide watch three days before he died. He was taken off. Three days later, both guards watching him fall asleep. And mysteriously, the camera on his cell breaks. I was like, folks, how stupid do you have to be to continue to buy this bullshit? I mean, all of the evidence is out there. You know, I'm a fairly intelligent guy, but I'm not a rocket scientist. I don't have access to any internet or cable channel or publication that you guys don't have. I shouldn't say you guys because it's not my audience that's, that's like this. But I, I've got the same sources as everybody else. Like I said, I'm a reasonably intelligent guy. I'm not Einstein. You know, I'm pretty smart, but I'm not Einstein. If I can figure all this stuff out, if I can piece together the truth, if I can piece together an understanding of what's going on, there's no excuse for anybody else not to. You can be ignorant at this point, but if you are, you are choosing to be willfully ignorant. And that's the one form of stupidity I can't stand. Look, if you just don't have the mental capacity to grasp this stuff, okay, no problem. We all have different skills. We all have different levels of ability. If you can't grasp this, okay, I have no issue with you. None. But if you have at least average intelligence and access to this information, and you haven't pieced it together yet, yeah, we're going to have a problem. You're choosing to be dumb. And I, I can't wrap my head around that. Why people would do that? And maybe we ought to talk about how the two different parties treat ambassadors. Democrats, specifically Barack Obama, when he took office in 2008, fired all of George W. Bush's previous ambassadors. Absolutely no problem. No issue with that. I'm fine with that. I support that, actually. I believe that the president should have his or her people in place. And so I have no problem with Obama doing that. What I do have a problem with is an ambassador that he appointed repeatedly calling Hillary Clinton, sending her repeated messages on classified cables. I need more security. I, please send me more security. I have to have more security. Something's going to happen here. Please don't let me die. And what did Hillary Clinton do? She let him die. And when she testified about it before Congress, what did she say? What difference at this point does it make? A United States ambassador to Libya. A human freaking being. What difference at this point does it make? Conversely, Donald Trump fired an ambassador for poor performance. You tell me, which one do you want? Do you want to be an ambassador for Donald Trump? If you screw up, ah, I guess you'll go back to civilian life. Good luck to you, private sector. Or do you want to be left to die by a freaking worthless Democrat? It seems like an easy choice to me.
And now I want to delve a little bit more into the actions of the National Hypocrisy Party, a.k.a. the DNC. <sighs> Have you guys noticed that literally every single thing they're accusing the president of, they're actually doing? <laughs> and, of course... Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff are willing participants and have no desire to investigate any of the actual crimes that are taking place. They want to continue to find a reason to get rid of a duly elected president, pay no attention to the fact that literally every scandal they have tried to manufacture before this was absolutely false. You know, this one's the one. Yeah, sure it is. Guys, like I said, I, I'm just so frustrated I'm so upset. You know, there's no business for what's going on in this country today. It makes me absolutely want to vomit. You know, I, I understand what it's like to, to really not like a president. I really didn't like Barack Obama. But at the same time, I understood that my side lost those two elections. And at least the first one we deserved to. I voted for George W. Bush both times, but his second, his second term was a nightmare. He became somebody I didn't even recognize. We deserve to lose. I voted for Obama the first time. Yeah, go figure that as a fan of this show that I would have ever voted for Barack Obama, but I did. And I admit that was kind of a selfish vote, which I will never cast again. The majority of the reason I voted for him was because he said that he would give non-custodial fathers half of the tax credit for the child support that they pay. And instead, he ended up saying that was too expensive and we couldn't do it, but he massively stepped up enforcement, which actually cost money. Didn't cost a dime to give non-custodial fathers half the tax credit. You know, that was his ex anyway. Just typical Democrat ridiculousness, promising one thing and doing something completely different. But guys, like I said, Democrats are doing literally everything that they accuse the president of. You think about it, they accuse Trump of colluding with Russia and foreign intelligence agents to interfere in the 2016 election. Robert Mueller and his 19 Democrat lawyers, one of whom was on stage crying with Hillary Clinton the night she lost the election, came back and said that that's not true. Furthermore, Robert Mueller had the ability to charge the president with obstruction if he wanted to do that. He didn't do that because it wasn't true. He left that door open because he's a Democrat sympathizer, and he wanted them to be able to charge that because he doesn't like Trump either, let's be perfectly honest. So that accusation of him working with foreign intelligence agents, completely false. Proven by the opposition to be false. On the other hand, as you've heard on this show a number of times, Hillary Clinton worked with Christopher Steele, who had been a member of MI6. He's a British intelligence agent. Worked with two Russian intelligence agents to compile a false dossier against the president, which was used to get a false FISA warrant. Hillary Clinton worked directly with a foreign intelligence agent for the sole purpose of interfering in the 2016 election. That is fact. It's not questioned by anyone. And Mueller, the freaking idiot that he is, 
And I hope he's just dumb. I hope he doesn't have dementia or Alzheimer's. I mean, I truly don't wish ill on the guy's health. But he's so freaking stupid that when he was questioned about it before the committee, he said he didn't know who Fusion GPS was. If I know who Fusion GPS is, how does the special prosecutor not know who Fusion GPS is? How does he not know it was run by a foreign intelligence agent? How does he not know that Democrats bought a false dossier from a foreign intelligence agent and they did interfere in our election? Well, Jason, that didn't have any effect on anything, didn't it? Because last time I checked, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Probably did have an effect. Not that there's a Democrat on planet Earth that gives one half of one shit. Then, they accused President Trump of colluding with Ukraine to investigate a political rival. Trump releases the transcripts. It's not there. It didn't happen. On the other hand, there's a Politico story a few months ago about how Ukraine apologized and tried to mend the relationship with the United States and President Trump because they interfered in our election on behalf of Hillary Clinton. Go read the story yourself. Google it. Politico. Ukraine election interference. Trump. Apology. Put that in there. It'll pop up. Read the thing. You guys probably already have. Again, I don't mean to be insulting your intelligence. I know you guys better than this. Take it to your idiot liberal friends and show them. You're not going to make a difference, but at least you can support where you stand. Because you're right. You are right. And I mentioned it in the last segment. They accused Trump of paying off Stormy Daniels to stay quiet, paying hush money. Which many, many, many celebrities and politicians do all the time. Whether they're guilty or not, just to avoid the appearance. To get it out of the headlines, to protect their name. Happens all the time. But for some reason with this president, it was allegedly a crime somehow. I, I really am still trying to wrap my brain around how that actually works. And never mind that, like I said, Stormy lost her case and was ordered, I'm sorry, it was thrown out. It wasn't even given the merit of being heard. It was thrown out, and she was ordered to pay the president's legal fees. Obviously nothing there. But again... Adam Schiff used taxpayer money, your money, to pay off a teenage boy that he sexually harassed. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Why are we not going after this pencil-neck, bug-eyed bastard? You just can't do that. You can't go after somebody who didn't do what you did. hypocrisy pisses me off faster than anything. That's all this modern Democrat Party does. That's all they are. It's just a big, stinking, steaming pile of fly-infested hypocrisy. I'm tired of it. We talked about this already, too. Oh, Trump mistreated an ambassador because he fired her because she sucked. Chris Stevens is dead. Because Hillary Clinton wouldn't provide him the security that he needed in frickin' Libya. 
Who would have thought an ambassador could be in danger in freaking Libya? Dumbass. Man is dead because of her. That's how Democrats treat ambassadors. They accused Trump of a quid pro quo, saying that he wanted Ukraine to investigate the Bidens. You know, saying that he's just trying to get dirt on a political opponent. Yeah, okay. All right. So the way I understand this is I know that Biden admitted on tape that he withheld a billion dollars in funding from Ukraine until the prosecutor going after his son Hunter was fired. But Nancy Pelosi doesn't know that. Adam Schiff doesn't know that. Robert Mueller doesn't know that. Chuck Schumer doesn't know that. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, they don't know that? Am I really this much more infinitely informed than every Democrat in the country? If so, that's horrifying. That legitimately scares me. Because like I said, I'm not the smartest guy on planet Earth. I'm certainly not the best at doing research. But this isn't difficult. This is common freaking knowledge if you care about this country and politics at all. And this one, this is the one that really gets me. They accuse Trump of destroying the country and the Constitution. I am really going to get try to get through this next little bit without dropping an F-bomb. I apologize if I can't do that. The Democrats have violated the Fourth Amendment multiple times with this president. They illegally spied on the president of the United States with a falsely obtained FISA warrant, which came from the information that Hillary Clinton got from the foreign intelligence agent, which came from two Russian foreign intelligence agents. They used that to wiretap the president of the United States. They used that to spy on the president of the United States. That warrant was reissued several times, again, with Comey and McCabe, going back to the FISA court, saying, oh, yes, we attest to that everything in here is true. We swear under oath that it's true, or affirmation, whichever they chose. Regardless, they swore that something that was completely false in front of a FISA court was true. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the absolute definition of perjury. Perjury is a crime. Is it not General Flynn? who had his rights violated when they told him that he wasn't being interviewed and he didn't need an attorney, and then they accused him of lying in that meeting. They framed him. They set him up like dirty cops. I mean, it's like, you can't get away with this shit. How is the entire American populace not up in arms? How? A good friend of mine says, I know the answer, unfortunately. They hate Trump more than they love this country. That's an unquestionable fact. Because, like I said, it's not hard to find this stuff. So they know it. They can pretend they don't. They're piss-poor actors, but they can pretend they don't. They know it. 
and they don't care. And they would rather see the Constitution raped in the United States of America fall than see Donald Trump spend one more day in that Oval Office. That's disgusting. Like I said, I couldn't stand Barack Obama, but I realized my side lost. And I didn't want to see him impeached until he gave, you know, the Taliban five of their best commanders back, including the personal assistant to Osama bin Laden for a deserter, which is the UCMJ definition of treason, providing aid and comfort to the enemy during wartime, which he absolutely did. Did you notice the Democrats didn't care about that either? Oh, my goodness. It's like, I, I don't even know what to think about this country anymore. You know, and my grandfather's turning over in his grave. I'm absolutely certain of it. This is not what he fought to protect. Democrats further violated the Fourth Amendment, requesting the tax returns of the president without any specifics. Didn't say what they were looking for. Didn't say what they hoped to find. Oh, we're going to get something. We know there's something in there. We'll get something. We'll find something. Let me read to you the text of the Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. We'll find something doesn't qualify. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to start to take action on this. It's not enough to talk anymore. It's not enough to tune into a podcast or Sean Hannity or Rush Limbaugh or Mark Levin or whoever the hell you listen to. It's not enough. We're going to take this country by the freaking balls and drag it back to where it's supposed to be. And anybody that stands in the way needs to get run the hell over. And I hope to God, that we can see the people that are in charge of this freaking disaster pay the price for treason, because that's what this is. This is a coup. It is nothing more. There has never been a fact in any of these investigations that shows that Donald Trump has done anything wrong. Go ahead. Go ahead. Overthrow a duly elected president, Democrats. Go ahead. And you'll find out why this podcast is called the Treehouse of Liberty. As the great Thomas Jefferson said, the reason this podcast is named as it is, the tree of liberty from time to time must be refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Overthrow my government. And I promise you it'll be the last thing you do. I hope you don't. I really do. I want us to get back to some course of normal political discourse. I want us to be able to talk to each other with respect. I want to be able to talk to each other American to American. But that's the choice of the modern Democrat Party. They're the ones that have to come to the table. They're the ones that have to stop these false attacks. They're the ones that have to put an end to their coup, which is what it is. And until they do, nothing can change. 
Nancy Pelosi said what Trump's done is worse than Watergate. Really? Really? It's too bad there's not a decent member of the media, an honest member of the media, to ask the question. Madam Speaker, what's he done? And I'll ask you guys, what's he done? Ask your liberal friends, what's he done? Because every investigation against him has come up empty. And not, I am not about to believe this time when they cry wolf again. We're not all as stupid as their constituents. We're not all as willfully ignorant as they are. We care about this country. We love this country. And we will see it through. It will prosper and it will stand as that gleaming city on a hill. So help me God and over my dead body. My friends, at this point, I feel like I probably owe you an apology. <laughs> um, you've heard me get animated before. You've heard me get excited before. You've heard me kind of ramble like an idiot before. But this is just different. We've reached a different place. And I can't any longer sit idly by, and I can't sit and have calm conversations and I can't wait for these Democrats to throw the president out of office with absolutely no reason. My passion for this country runs really deep. And it runs deep for generations. This is the land that I love. Laugh at me, go ahead. I am that patriot that holds her our songs and our ideals and our values and what we stand for and what the rest of the world sees us as, whether we are or not anymore. Very dear. I just can't stand to sit back and watch it fall apart. We deserve better. We've earned better. Generations before us fought for better. In this generation, we fought for better. It's got to stop. It just has to stop. But again, I, I'm sorry for getting so worked up. I hope that you guys will give me another chance. I hope, hope you have uh, enjoyed the show up until this point. I know uh, this show is probably a little hard to listen to, and it's a little hard to, to record, quite honestly. But hopefully there will be good news next week that uh, we can get back into and start talking about some more positive things. So there are a lot of positive things going on in this country, too. It's a shame that they're overshadowed by the bullcrap incessantly anymore. So thank you. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your tolerance. Thank you for your listenership. Thank you for giving me a chance week after week for the privilege of having a little bit of your time. I've told you before, I know how valuable time is. It's the most precious resource and commodity that we have in our very brief existence on this earth. So thank you very much. It means more to me than you will ever realize. And I hope at some point I can do a good enough job of explaining to you just how I feel about that and how I feel about each of you. Ladies and gentlemen, you also know that I love your input. If you would like to reach me, you can do so anytime. 
we are on Twitter at Treehouse1776, at Treehouse1776. We're also on Facebook, the Treehouse of Liberty podcast, the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. And as always, you can reach me on my personal page as well. That is Jason Fornwalt, and my last name is F as in Frank, O-R-N as in Nancy, W-A-L-T as in Tom. If you contact me at any of those places, please put listener commentary, listener commentary somewhere in the beginning of your message so that I know that it's intended for the show. I, I want your comments, guys. I want to hear it all. Good, bad, hopefully nothing indifferent. Um, you know, if you thought this week's show sucked and I got way too riled up, I want to hear that. I want the truth. I'm not a Democrat. I want the truth. Much love to you guys. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Take care.